Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thankful to be in his house. Love the Lord. Give a couple of verses of scripture. If you have your Bibles, you can follow Galatians 2 and 20. And then we'll jump over to the third chapter in verse 11. Galatians 2 and 20, Paul wrote, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. So this scripture really fits in good with this, this time of the year because it speaks of crucifixion and new life, resurrection. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Chapter 3 and verse 11. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident. For the just shall live. I just, that. They shall live by faith. And we're going to, our lesson this morning is simply this. Faith for living. Faith for living. Let's pray together for the teaching of the word this morning. Lord, we love you and thank you for the word. Let us now be ready to hear what the Spirit would say to the church. Let it find good ground in our heart. Let it change us and move us. Lord, make us to be more like you. And we just ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Give him one more hand clap for his word this morning. Thankful for his word. God's so good to us. You can be seated. God bless you. And welcome to all of those that are here and our visitors this morning. Um, just glad to have you with us in the house of the Lord. Faith. You know, faith, that's that dynamite word. That's, uh, we think about faith moving mountains. Uh, Jesus said, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. And, and we watched in Scripture as disciples would have faith and come back to the Lord and, and report to him that even the spirits, the devils, are subject to us through your name. So we know that there's power uh, in his name, power in his word. And when you have faith, there's power there. The prayer of faith, the scripture says, can save the sick. There's, there's power in faith-filled prayers. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, it says. And so we know that uh, we must have faith. It is God's grace is awesome, but it does not benefit us without faith. One place, uh, the scripture says that the gospel was preached unto uh, God's people, the Jewish people as well, said, but it did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. We know that faith without works is dead. We, we need faith. The word, the scripture says, produces faith. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word. And uh, so we also know that we are born again, the scripture says, not of corruptible seed, but by the word of God. That word of faith is what brings new life. Uh, you going in uh, to, a, to, to a prayer or to repentance without faith, it's going to be some empty words. You walking into a baptismal tank without faith, it's going to be you getting wet and me getting wet. That's, just, that's going to be about the extent of it. But when you take these steps in faith, uh, there's a power that comes in behind that uh, because faith in the word is faith in him because he is the word made flesh that dwelt among us and so we know that when we have faith in his word it is faith in him 
And we know that uh, we have faith to move mountains, faith to heal the sick, faith to raise the dead. These signs shall follow them that believe, Jesus said. They would cast out devils in his name. To have a great church, you need faith. And you can have great singing and great programs and great things, but if you want to really have a great move of God, then you're going to have to have some faith. And if you want to get your prayers answered, the Bible says you pray, but you doubt, and you pray and you don't believe, don't expect anything. He said, but, but the him that believeth all things are possible. Faith is powerful. And so, as I said at the beginning, it's, it's just that explosive word. It's, you know, faith, and people preach about it and get very passionate about it, and we see people's faith rise, and when their faith begins to rise, things begin to happen. We see in the scripture that a uh, woman with the issue of blood, she was so sure her faith was so strong in that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. There were four men who had great faith. They believed that Jesus could raise their friend from the dead, so they tore the roof off of a house and lowered their friend in, and, and Jesus marveled at their faith. And then even the centurion uh, who had a servant at home sick uh, just told the Lord, just speak the word. You don't have to come to my house. He said, just speak the word, and I know it'll be done. And, and the Lord said, I have not found such great faith, no, not even in Israel. And so we see a lot of great things that come through faith. And so we preach about it, shout about it, sing about it. We praise God about it. But the simple fact is also is that we can't live without it. And believe it or not, our life is not made up simply of day-to-day -day miracles. It's not. You don't see the dead being raised to life every day. You don't see blinded eyes opened every day. You don't see uh, those kind of things just happening every day. But you do live every day. And we need faith to live. The just shall live by faith. We're going to live a different life uh, Paul said in Acts 17 that in Jesus we live and we move and we have our being in him. We live by him. And so when Paul wrote right here, I am crucified with Christ, but I'm still alive. Nevertheless, I live. But it's not me anymore. It's not my own mindset. It's not my own ways. It's not my own doings. I'm not trusting in myself, but now I am leaning on God. I am trusting in Him with all my ways and not trusting my own understanding. I'm living by the Word. I'm walking by the Word. I'm living in the Spirit and I'm walking in the Spirit. I, I'm listening to what the Spirit would say because the Spirit of God is the Spirit of truth which Jesus said would lead us into all truth. And so we've got to understand that, that talking about faith doesn't mean just when you're laying hands on people. And talking about faith is not just when you're standing behind the pulpit or when you're testifying to somebody, but faith is, what the man, it's the gas in your engine. It, it's it's going to keep you running. I'm talking about the day-to-day -day stuff because nobody wakes up in the morning and goes, all right, who am I going to pray for next? Well, you can start praying right there. You don't, you're not fixing to go find somebody and grab them in Walmart and lay hands on them. You know, you, but you've got to have faith to get to Walmart you got to have faith to get up out of the bed and say, Lord, today I'll still serve you. you got to wake up knowing about all the issues you've got happening in your life but saying, I'm still going to walk this path. Friend, that's faith. The just shall live by faith. That, that word live means to live a life. 
And Paul said, the life that I am now living right here, in this flesh and blood that you can touch, I simply live this life by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Friend, between church services, between Sundays, between camp meetings, between conferences, between podcasts, whatever it is you're doing to get fed by faith, you've got to live your life. You've got you've to be, you know, if you're married, you've got to be married. If you're a parent, you've got to raise kids. If you're in school, you've got to take tests. If you're on a job, you've got to work. And you've got to have faith to get through it all. Well, I, I don't have to have faith to work. I, I was working before I ever came to God. That's what I'm talking about. But you've got to stay saved on your job. And that's going to take faith. And you've got to stay, you've got to live this life and stay in the fashion and in the, you, you got to stay saved because one day Jesus is coming back to get a church. He said, and when I come back, will I find faith on the earth? He thought, am I going to see people, uh, you know, laying hands on the sick or am I going to see dead people being raised to life? But am I going to find people simply loving me and keeping my commandments? Am I going to find people showing the love of God to others and talking about the mercy, preaching the gospel? Is that was it? Because miracles don't save nobody. You can have your uh, you can have your eyes open and still be lost. God could raise you up off a sick bed and you could turn your back on Him and still never make heaven. Be just as healthy as you want to be and still not make heaven. You've got to have faith to live. And when we come into this life, it's so powerful and it's so wonderful, that repentance, that, that dying out to this life that we had been living and then going and being buried, as Paul said, buried with him in baptism and, and then raised up to walk in the newness of life. But you've got to walk this new life by faith. You've got to have faith every day because between every service, from Sunday to Sunday, that's where the greatest battles are fought. We, we, we wake up on Sunday morning. We're so excited for church. We come in. What's God going to do today? What's he going to do on Sunday? Well, what's he going to do on Monday? And, and how about waking up and say, what's God going to do on Tuesday? Or, or what's he going to do on Thursday? What, what's he going to do just on my way to work or on my way to school? What's he going to do while I'm walking to class? What's he going to do while I'm shopping today? Is, is he going to put somebody in my life? Is it, or, or what's he going to do? How, how am I going to make it when I check and realize that my bank account's empty. What's going to happen when the car breaks down? How are you going to have faith? Are you going to keep trusting God? I know people that, are, that man, they could get a flat tire and they'll quit church. Well, if God loved me, my tire wouldn't have went flat. It sounds funny, don't it? Pastor a while and you'll see what kind of phone calls you'll get. Now, why are you upset? Because the internet won't come on. I can't watch my shows. I can't, I can't get on the phone. I can't call nobody. I can't text nobody. It's just a, we act like if we get a hiccup in this life that God turned his back on us. See, the life is life. And Jesus said, in this world, you'll have tribulation. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be great hailstones falling out of the sky on your head. It means that your car might not crank and you're going to be late for work and you've been late already and they might fire you. That's tribulation. You might get a phone call from the school and says, hey, we got your kid in the office because they were spray painting the walls or, or, or they set the bathroom on fire or did something. You know, you, and that's tribulation because you got to go deal with that. Or it could be something worse. You know, you, you, there's plenty of things. I, and so I'm not going to just keep going worse because we don't want to be down. But I'm just telling you that you've got to have faith 
to live this life. And Paul said, you're different now than what you were. Because even though I am crucified with him, I'm still alive. He said, but it's not me, not my ways. Christ lives in me. So when you're doing some things, you wonder, you can check very quickly and see if you're in the faith or if you're still walking the walk because if Jesus wouldn't do what you just did, well, I'd say there's a very easy test to find out if you're still walking the walk. Would Jesus have just said that? Oh, y'all don't want to hear that. I'm trying to help you, friend. I'm telling you, but don't deceive yourself. Think, well, just because I, I, I got to church and run two or three laps around the sanctuary, I'm, I'm going to heaven. But, but then when you get out the door, you quit running laps. Now you're just living. Now you got to deal with rude people. Now you got to deal with life. Now you got to deal with things that are still going on in your life. How do you handle it? You handle it by faith. Talk about people coming back from the dead, Pastor. Talk about, talk about blinded eyes being open. Come on. Uh, let's talk about uh, how about I want to hear that trumpet sound and leave the ground. How about I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. But how am I going to do well if I'm not living by faith? Because the Bible says whatever is not faith is. Don't nobody know that scripture? The Bible says whatever is not faith is sin. And the wages of sin is, thank you. So why do I want to live any way but in faith? Why do I want to walk any way but by faith? Why do I want to talk any way but by faith? Why do I want to uh, be married in faith? I want to have, be a parent by faith. I, everything I am, I want to do it by the word. I want to walk in the newness of life. I don't want to react the way I used to react. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the person that I was before, before Jesus came into my life, before he filled me and washed me from my sin. I don't want to go back to those places. I don't want to go back to doing those things, making those kind of decisions. I want to walk the walk. There is a way to live, a way to live for him. And so remember that between Sunday to Sunday, Sunday to Wednesday, even Sunday to Monday, we have prayer on Monday night. And so that's a very short time span from the time we get out of here to get back here. But man, you would be surprised. It's like Monday, whoo, the phone don't stop ringing. It's like since yesterday, the bottom has fallen out. I know I was shouting and running on Sunday, Pastor, but I don't know if I can make it today. What happened in 12 hours? What life happened? You got a phone call. Something came your way. Somebody else in your somebody you care. Somehow something affected you. But that's why we can pray. That's why we can have faith. And that's why we can realize that I don't do. I'm not the same anymore. Yes, I do. You see me walking and living in this life, but I don't react the way I used to react. I don't. I don't retreat to the things I used to retreat to. But now I live this life by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Oh, there's a reason. When I see what he did and what he went through, it makes me want to straighten up and act right. 
Yeah. When I when I start getting a little iffy, you know, the scripture says, consider him. We need to consider him sometimes. How he suffered, how he was persecuted, what he went through. He said, lest you get weary in your own mind and faint. So you need to start remembering what Jesus did and then straighten yourself up. Put your hand back on that plow and start walking right. Start living right. Don't, don't take it out on God because you hit a pothole on this road of life. Or, or you know, you don't take it out on God because you had a tragedy. Don't take it out on God because somebody lied on you or, or gossiped about you or, or made fun of you. That's, yeah, that's, people are going to be mean and hateful in this world. It's going to be terrible times. Evil men and seducers, the scripture said, would get worse and worse as time goes on. We're going to live in perilous times right here toward the end. But that's no reason to stop believing in Jesus. And that's no reason to lose faith in the life that he gave you. This life will get you all the way to glory. You hear me? It ain't just going to get you to the gate. It's going to get you through the gate. Come on. It, it ain't... Uh, well, there's two or three of us going anyway. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, this life right here, it's not just, this is not, Sunday's not a club. Wednesday's not a club. Being born again, that's not, that's not an exclusive uh, premier package of some club. It's to whosoever will, let him come. But once we come to this, we got to live it, we got to walk it. We got to embrace the promises. We got a great cloud of witnesses that says you got to hold on and you got to keep walking forward. You got to be trusting God no matter what you go through. And friends, sometimes it's going to be heartbreaking and heart-wrenching and it's going to be tough. But this life will get you through. You've got to keep having faith in God. And you've got to keep having faith that the life he gave you, once he washed you and saved you, it'll work. It'll work. God didn't call you into something thinking, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I accept everybody, but I know they ain't going to ever make it. <laughs> no, really, let me tell you, if you will follow him, he said, if you'll take up this cross daily and follow me, if you'll uh, uh, just live your life carrying this cross and follow me, you're going to make it to wherever I go. You've got to stay in his word. I know it's easy sometimes that we get sideways and things happen and we want to react in our flesh. But the flesh is enmity with God. That's why there's so many times where he says, don't love the world and don't love the things that are in the world. Those things are not of the Father. He said, don't get carnal-minded. The carnal mind is not subject to God and it can't even be subject to God. It's not but we're not just carnal anymore. Yes, we're flesh and blood and we're human, but we're not just human if he lives inside of us. Now we are children of God. He said, I called you out of darkness into marvelous light. So I used to walk in darkness. That's a different walk than walking in the light. Yeah, and, and don't think that when, when in that darkness, we wouldn't be in real careful saying, make sure I don't hit nothing. We were just running blindly and running into everything killing ourselves in that darkness until God called us out of darkness, that, 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 that place of, of death, and that place uh, where we were doing no good. He said, I put you in light. Well, that's a different walk. 
I guarantee if I, I cut all the lights off in here and say, now everybody head out, it's going to be a slow walk getting out of this room because people's going to be like, oh, I don't want to trip over nobody. I don't want to hit no chairs. I don't want to do anything like that. But if I turn the lights on, we got no problem because he said, if you abide in the light, there's no occasion of stumbling in you. There's no reason for you to fall. And so we've got to abide in the light. One writer said, his word is a light unto my path. And his word brings faith. So faith living is light living. Living in the light of God's word. Living by the light of God's word. Come on, somebody. It ain't about the crowds. It ain't about the pastor. It ain't about the choirs. It ain't about the programs. But us as individuals have got to live day by day, by faith. We've got to have faith, sure, to see the miraculous, but we're going to have to have faith just to make it to the next service because we've got to live by faith. Friend, without faith, there's no shield. And we are just, uh, uh, we are just a bare target for the enemy. The Scripture says, but above all, take that shield of faith so you can quench those fiery darts. It, not just in your battle on Sunday or in your battle in the prayer room. But friend, you've got to take that shield of faith when you hit the streets because, or when you turn on the news, when you go to your job, wherever you might go, you've got to have that shield of faith because the enemy is going to try to stop you at every turn. Your flesh is going to fight the call of God on your life at every turn. But the faith will let you live because Paul said it, the life that I now live I live it by the faith of the Son of God who gave himself for me. That's the kind of faith I want. I want the faith that only the Word can give me. Oh, it's good when people pat you on the back and tell you, good job. But there's something about the Word when it confirms that you're walking right, that you're doing right, and you know one day he's going to come and I'm going to go. One day I may leave this world, but I'll open my eyes and I'll see him and I'll hear him say, well done, friend. That's the life that I want to live. Because a lot of people live for services. Church junkies. Well, you know, I like church. I like it a lot. I love it. But if they were to come and lock our doors and say, you can't gather together no more. Take your Bible. Could you still live by faith? Have you, got, have you got it hid in your heart? As, as the psalmist said, I got the word hid in my heart so I'll keep on living by faith and I won't sin against you, Lord. I, uh, if you couldn't flip your Bible open or pull your phone up and, and get your Bible app, could you remember enough scripture that you know what you got's real? Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. Once Christ lives in us, and we are dead to sin, we are dead to this world, and we are different. Still human, but that ain't an excuse. Oh, I'm just human. If you got the Holy Ghost inside of you, if you got faith in Him, greater is He that's in us than He is in the world. I don't tell, I'm not telling you that, that, that God's people don't make mistakes. We make mistakes but we react differently to those mistakes. Many times before the Lord, we make a mistake or we get upset or something goes sideways. We, we creep back to our addiction. 
we creep back to our hole. We, we hide ourselves. We, 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 we find some way to, to try to numb what's going on. But now, when we make that mistake, the Bible says, uh, if we do sin, if we do make a mistake, if we confess our faults, then he's faithful to forgive us. That's part of living by faith, knowing that if I make a mistake, I can still get up and keep going. If I make a mistake, it ain't like the world that they're just going to throw me to the curve and say, you know, good. The Lord will say, get back up. Let's dust you off and let's keep moving forward. You have a different response to your mistakes when you're living by faith. You have a different response to your shortcomings because you know that Jesus sees your shortcomings. He knows your struggles, but he doesn't fault you for your struggles. He just says, trust me and you'll make it through. You can, that's why we talked about it the other week. Paul had those thorns in his flesh. God, take these things away. He said, I'm not going to do it because my grace is sufficient for you, Paul. And you can still serve me and preach and minister even with the thorns in your flesh. And that's faith living, friend. That's living by faith. That's keep going no matter what's happening in your life. The life that I now live in the flesh, my day-to-day, -day, my story, my life will be lived out here in this flesh until that change occurs. The life is lived by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. We've been reflecting on that all week about his uh, end of his life, the last week of his life, the body that was broken, the blood that was spilled, the life that he gave so we could have this. Friend, if it's of him, it's from him. It's not about the score sheet of faith that you're keeping or that I'm keeping. It's not a tally of everything I've done. My, well, my Sunday school attendance is good. My church attendance is good. My, my, you know, I'm faithful in my giving and things like that. Paul's talking about the kind of faith that gets you through life. The life that you now live in the flesh. Here's some of Paul's life right here. Oh, Paul, revelations and great preacher and great teacher and great minister. And oh, man, I wish I could be like Paul. Okay, who, who would like to be like Paul? How many people? I don't see nobody raising their hands. Y'all don't like Paul? <laughs> there you go. Let's, let's see what happens. 2 Corinthians 11 and verse number 23. He said, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool, I am more. In labors more abundant. I work more than everybody. In stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in death often. Of Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeyings often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, perils among false Brethren, in weariness, painfulness, watchings often, hunger, thirst, fastings often, cold, nakedness, and besides all of these things which come upon me daily, the care of all the churches. But yet Paul said at the end of his life, I have finished my course, I have fought a good fight, and I kept the faith. I kept walking by faith. I kept living by faith. I trusted the call that God put on my life. Was it pleasant being stoned? No. Was it pleasant being shipwrecked? Was it, how about floating in the, the ocean or the sea for a day? I don't know if he was 
in a little raft or if he was on a board or if he was just hanging onto a barrel and his feet dangling like a lure or whatever else was down there. But I don't want to be floating out in the ocean wondering, am I going to do this? Am I going to make it? You know, but Paul said, I have faith through it all. Because he knew to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. He said, so I'm just going to keep running till I run out. I'm going to keep living by God, by faith, until I just quit. He said, I'm ready to be offered. I've done all I can do. I lived by faith. I held on by faith. He said, I, I was the least of the apostles, the least of them. If you back up to 2 Corinthians 4, in verse, let's see, verse 8, he said, here's the church. Hey, church, we are troubled on every side, but not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. He said, people, what people are going to see about Jesus and what you believe about him is what they see you doing day to day in your flesh. So then death works in us, but life in you, we have the same spirit of faith according to it is written, same spirit of faith. I believe, therefore I have spoken. We also believe, therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not. Though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That's the man of faith. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. We look at things which are, we don't look at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Friend, it's not faith for miracles we need. We know we're going to rev up when it gets time for church and when it comes time for prayer meeting. We're going to have that kind of faith, but we need uh, faith for living. We, if, if we would have the same faith on Monday morning as we have on Sunday at 11 o'clock, we can't hardly wait for that first praise the Lord, everybody. We can't wait for that first note of that song to hit. We, we can't wait till we can step through the doors into the sanctuary. What's God going to do today? But I wonder if we had that same kind of excitement on Monday morning. Oh, well, Monday I got to go to work. Why does that have to be bad? You know, it's a job. It's what you do. I mean, that's, it's work. But why does that have to regulate your day? Why can't it be this is the day that the Lord has made and I will be glad and rejoice in it. The just shall live by faith. I'm talking about day to day, not services. The faith that will help you at home, at school, on the job, in town, in relationships. It will help you stay true to the kingdom of God. It will help you stay kingdom minded. It will keep your mouth shut in traffic. It'll keep you on the straight and narrow when you're on vacation. Okay. It'll help you out in good times, and it'll help you out in bad times. It'll always be there. 
Jesus said there are signs that will follow them that believe, but in between the signs, you're going to have heartache, disappointment, grief, sorrow, loss, struggle, falls, failures, mess, life. Between prayer meeting, you're going to have tests and, and things that come against you. One man said fiery trials. Another, another place, or the same writer, he said, you have an adversary, the devil, he goes about as a roaring lion. Jesus said, you'll be hated of all men for my name. I got to live my life knowing that people don't like the God I serve. I got to live this life knowing if I speak about him, I'm going to upset somebody. I don't do it to upset people, but it just upsets people. Even in Israel now, they're trying to pass a law that you can't preach or teach about Jesus anymore. And man, look at all the money they make off of the Christians of the world. My goodness, what an income... You buy one piece of olive wood over there, whew, that stuff's expensive. And they're selling it. And they just, every side, you, you, you money, that money, but, but they're tired of it. They, it's like the people that live there, they don't want anybody coming over here anymore talking about Jesus. So it's just like it was before. <laughs> they, they didn't want to hear about him then, and they don't want to hear about him now. The writer of Hebrews said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you're living every day in hope. And, I, and, and look, our hope oftentimes is just, Lord, let me make it through the day. Come on, you ain't never prayed that? God, just help me to make it through this day, through this test, through this meeting, through this doctor's appointment, whatever. Just help me make it through raising these kids. Help me through house training this dog. So I should, somebody should have run right then. <laughs> we just we want to be okay. But we got to live by faith. Got to make ends meet. Faith. Well, I, I want to be comfortable. He said, "I won't leave you comfortless. I'll come to you." You know, that, you know that he can comfort you even though you still need something? Because if you got it, what do you need comfort for? We don't realize a lot of times that, that sometimes that lack is necessary so that I can actually feel his comfort. You know, because if you've got everything you need, what do you need comforting for? You don't. But it's those times that we know I've got to trust you, God. If you want to live your best life for him, it comes from living it by the faith of Jesus. That's how you live your best life. You live it by faith. You don't live it you know, during football season here in Athens. That's a big deal. And every week, people are checking off, did they win again? Did they win? It's, okay, week, it's like their whole life is wrapped up just, don't, just for Saturdays. Don't worry about the rest of the week. Just, or the dog's going to win on Saturday. Well, who cares? But boy, some people, it's, it's like, and oh, let them lose. Let them lose. And man, it's like a black cloud in the sanctuary on Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, my team lost. My team lost. Oh, you know what? 
when you live your life for him, it ain't about, you don't care about service to service. You know that Monday will be just as good as Sunday. You know that you it, just, just take all the names off the days of the week because every day, every time the sun rises, his mercy is new. Come on. Hey, if I was blind and I couldn't hear, as long as I'm living, I know he's living. And I know he's living in me and, and leading me and guiding me. And, and uh, even if I couldn't see the sun rise, I still know that God's good. And that's living by faith, friend. That's not checking off days of the calendar. That is living by faith. And you will survive it if you'll keep your faith. The Lord spoke to Peter, Luke 22. He said, Peter, somebody wants you. The Lord ain't the only one who wants you. He said, Simon, Satan has desired to have you. He wants to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. You're going to suffer. It's going to hurt. You're going to cry. But you can survive the sifting. You can survive the trial, the test, the hurt, the gossip, the lies, the heartbreak. You can survive your own mistakes, your mess-ups, your shortcomings if your faith is still intact. I'll tell you, you will just plow right through the day-to-day as long as your faith is intact. I didn't say it wouldn't hurt. I didn't say you wouldn't feel it. I didn't say it wouldn't bother you. It wouldn't worry you. You're not going to become a mindless, emotionless robot. But you're going to know that this faith, I cannot abandon this faith. If we live by faith, to abandon it is to die. And that's something, my friend, I don't want to do. I don't want to die without him. And so knowing what he has done for us, knowing how he uh, went to his end and met his, uh, met his destiny on that cross and, and, and gave his life for us, I can live this life. The life which I now live, Paul said, indicates that he used to live another life. But we don't live that life anymore. Old things are passed away. All things have become new, and now all things are of God. So I don't live the life that I used to live. Paul was a persecutor, now he's a preacher. He didn't go back to persecuting people, even when they persecuted him. Because you don't overcome evil with evil, you overcome evil with good. And so you react differently, you live differently, you, you behave differently. In Ephesians, and I, and I know I'm getting ready to, to wind down if you want to come to the music, darling. In Ephesians chapter 3, Paul said this. In, uh, 2, verses 1 through 3, he said, And you, that's us, as he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in the times past, you walked, again, in times past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. He said, you used to be under the same influence by that spirit that now works in children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation or our behavior in times past in the lust of our flesh, we were fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature children of wrath even as others. 
That's who we used to be. That's why Paul could write, but such were some of you, but now you're washed. And now you're justified and you're sanctified. And, and you, you've been cleansed and you've been filled with the Spirit. And Because God, who is rich in his mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, when we were dead in our sins, he quickened us together with Christ and by grace we're saved. And then he raised us up together to sit in heavenly places. He put us in a different place. Heavenly places will give you a different viewpoint. You'll see things differently when you're looking from heavenly places. You get a, you know, the higher up you go, the farther you can see. You can see more of what's going on. We, we talk about all the time that God doesn't show us all the way to the end, and he doesn't. And I've said this before, you can walk a lot farther than you see. And we walk by faith. So we're going to get somewhere by walking. But when we sit with him in heavenly places, our view is different. And I can see a little more of what he's doing. I mean, I can't see it all. I don't, I'm not going to know everything he knows. But I can kind of see a little bit more of the puzzle. And like, okay, I see that God is working all things for my good. And so I'm going to keep living by faith. There's no, there's no quicker way than to fall from that place than to turn your back on your faith. You want to make sure that you're still living for Him. Praise God. And I'll end with this. You can stand with me. We'll finish right here. In Romans 6, in verses 3 through 5, Paul said, don't you know that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Not just be raised up in, but now we should walk in newness of life. For if... That's a big if. You've got to listen to this. If we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. You can't get around that if. It's like, if you want the lights to come on, flip the switch. I don't want to flip the switch. Then the lights ain't coming on. You know, if you want to get out of the bed, you're going to have to put your feet on the floor. Well, I don't want to put my feet on the floor. Then you won't get out of the bed. And so that if is not just in there for no reason. He's letting you know, if you have been planted in the likeness of his death, you shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. There's no need to resurrect something that's never died. So, and I'm not talking about the dead in Christ will rise. That kind of, I'm talking about this life that we live in the flesh, this new life that we live now. So if we haven't been planted, we don't need to look for the resurrection because you'll, you'll be looking in vain. But once we have been buried in his name and the blood has been applied and our sins have been washed away, the old things are gone. Now we're raised up to walk in newness of life. How do we walk? We walk by faith. It's all tied together. Well, I'm thankful for miracles, signs, and wonders.
I'm thankful for the people I've seen healed. I'm talking about off deathbeds, out of hospitals, cancers destroyed. I'm thankful for things I have seen God do. I'm thankful for the times he's healed me. He healed my daughter of, of cancer. Moved that cancerous lump from her body. Just like that. Took it away. Got the x-rays to prove it. I'm thankful for miracles. But in between the miracles, I got to live. In between the miracles, I got to stay saved. <laughs> I got to keep I got to keep moving forward. I got to have what it takes to get there. So I live by faith. Living by faith in Jesus above, the old song said. I'm thankful for the, the faith that comes from the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Let's lift our hands and pray together.